906 at WPTF Radio, AM 680 and FM 98.5. You can set your, the numbers on each level of your car radio and be able to hear WPTF and keep up with news, weather, and traffic and hear all the programs from WPTF, including this program, the Tom Kearney Show. I'm live and in real time tonight, as every night, Monday through Friday. We visit and we are... Producer and I were just talking. We try to produce something that's entertaining, and on some nights we offer you the opportunity to call in. We usually have a, a nostalgia night, which is an open phone night, and on Friday night, circumstances permitting, and they do tonight, we take a little night off from serious business. For instance, Monday night we're going to be in serious business because we're going to be talking about the economy. And earlier this week we talked about, uh, well, for one thing, the, the anniversary of, of D-Day. We talked about baseball movies. And uh, last night we talked about some computer news and people dealing with ransomware and so on. But tonight it's going to be a little fun, our trivia game. We play trivia. Uh, sometimes we do music, you know, like Name That Song. But tonight we're going to do potpourri trivia, so I hope there will be a little something for everybody. We have one rule when we play trivia, that is, in discovering the answer, you cannot look it up, so to speak. Whether we're talking about an electronic device, a computer be it a Mac or a PC or a regular old almanac or sports almanac off the wall. You have to have it in your head is what I'm saying. You got It's like you've been washed up on a desert island, and instead of uh, Tom Hanks and his soccer ball, you're there with a whole head full of trivia waiting for the call to come from Tom out of the, the, the atmosphere, out of the ether. And so here comes the program, the Tom Kearney program. We're going to put some trivia questions out, and we hope you will join us. The area code is 919-860-9783. If you have letters on your telephone, 9783 works out to be the call letters of this station. Now in its 97th year of broadcasting, by the way, WPTF. So 860-WPTF. 919 is the area code. And so, as I say, I hope there will be something for everybody, and we're not really ultimately trying to stump anybody. What we want to do is to clear you into maybe a little bit of conversation. So join us, if you will. As I always say, follow the instructions of the, my friends at the Baptist Church. And they say don't hide out in the back of the church in the cloakroom. Come on down front and, and push the button and testify. And the, the button you push is the one that brings us to you on the telephone. Again, no cheating, no looking it up. I think we've done pretty good of that over the years. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Brittany is our producer, and she will put you on hold and tell me who you are, and we'll be about our business. Ah, oh, she and I were trying out these questions. We'll see if anybody can get this one. I have been watching a lady named Mayim Bialik on television for the last week. She is hosting the Jeopardy show. And one night, what we're going to do, I think, is have just a program devoted to Jeopardy, its history, and, and Alex, and so on, and maybe have a poll to see who people favor to be the a permanent host. But Mayim Bialik has been hosting Jeopardy this week, and I think she's doing pretty good. But then again, this is not her first time on television. She's been either the star or the co-star of two different programs on television, in her life, and she's, uh, I think she's about 45 now, but I would like to know if you know the name of either one of those shows and the character that she played. Probably you'll get one fairly easy, maybe not the other one, but we'll see. Mayim Bialik, the guest host this week and next week for Jeopardy, 
has been either the star or the co-star of two different programs on television. Uh, and we would like to know, I would like to know, the name of those shows. 860 uh, I thought about uh, the basketball coach at Duke, Mike Krzyzewski, and uh, I would like to say that we, uh, I'm a Wake Forest alumni, uh, but I don't hate Duke, and I don't hate Carolina. In fact, I'm a Carolina alumni, too, so... But we've been very lucky in our basketball coaches with Dean Smith and Roy Williams at Chapel Hill and, and others, too, but the, the long-running ones, and Mike Krzyzewski at Duke. I, so that made me think of a question, and that is, who was the coach before Mike Krzyzewski became coach? Who was the last Duke coach before? Some famous people have been coached at Duke, but, uh, and this guy is moderately famous, I guess, but I want to know the name of the coach who uh, Mike Krzyzewski took over from way back, oh, it was 40, 41 years ago. And uh, some Dukies may know that, and some other people too, sports fans. 919-860-9783. And by the way, when I say Dukies, I do not mean any disrespect. I, I feel the same way uh, about uh, Carolina and uh, Wake Forest and State. I've there in North Carolina schools. I'm a lousy fan because I pull for all of them. I, I pull for my team when they play the others, of course, but uh, I don't want them to lose. Okay, 919-860-9783. And since we're talking about basketball, and Duke is a member of the Atlantic Coast Conference, I thought it would be kind of fun just to see if we could get somebody who could start out and name the teams in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Uh, I think there are 15 teams, and you would have to name the, the college slash university, and you would have to produce the nickname, but you'd have to begin. I require that you begin this process by naming the two schools who have been members of the conference but dropped out and who are no longer members. One uh, was not a member for a real long time. Uh, let's see, I'm thinking almost almost 20 years before it dropped out. And one dropped out within the last few years. But uh, you have to name that team and their nickname, too. And that's the key that opens the door for your opportunity to name the other teams and show off that you know that sort of thing. Something that I tried many years ago on this trivia program, I want to give it another try tonight to see if it works. I found this in an almanac, and so I'm, I'm borrowing it, but, but that's okay, too. Uh, what, I, what I've got here is something where I'm going to tell you, and, this, and actually it's the world almanac, but don't you go getting it off the shelf. It has, uh, under the areas of the different states, some famous people from that state. I'm going to tell you five or six famous people from a state and see if you can tell me what that particular state is, okay? Okay. Uh, here are the names. Richard Byrd, James B. Cable, that's C-A-B-E-L-L, Henry Clay, famous historical figure, uh, a lady who was a fill-in host on the uh, Jeopardy earlier, Katie Couric, uh, Jubal Early, Patrick Henry, I'm going to give you a couple of easy ones. William Henry Harrison. Okay, there there are some famous people from this state. And uh, see if you can tell me what, what that particular state is. And when we get that one retired, we'll, we'll enter another state into the contest. There are some trivia questions. And I'm going to ask our, our producer, whose name is Brittany. Brittany, has anybody dialed up so that we have a green light on yet? We do. We have two at the moment. Our first is Anthony from Broadway. Well, I'm going to ask Anthony and his colleague there because it's really time to take a break. We're going to take a break, and he'll be the first thing that happens right after this break. Thank you. 
He's the only person who is on the show that we use his last name too, but we probably won't do it tonight. Joe, how are you? I'm doing well, Tom. Hope you are. I am, and I'm glad you said you're doing well. You know, you, it sounds like you know the distinction there. Uh, <laughs> I used to sit down in my living room with my dog sort of on my lap, yeah. and when I did that, I, there was only one book I could reach, you know, I, while I was he was, you know, taking a nap. And it was a style book, you know, which which is the right way to do words. Right. And one of the things that the author of that book made a, made a lot out of was what's the difference between doing good and doing well. And <laughs> a lot of times, people when they say they're doing good, they really mean they're doing well. So. Oh yeah, a lot, I, I always tell these store clerks when uh, they say they're doing well, I ask them how they're doing. They say they're doing well. I say you're not a product of the Wake County public school system because <laughs> they didn't learn it right. Well, you know what they. My history professor at Wake Forest said about the Mormons when they went to Utah is they went out there to do good and they did well. <laughs> because they, they had done the, well. <laughs> they, they only stop over on the way to the coast, so they, they had good business. Which yeah. question are you going to answer tonight? Uh, on the two teams that dropped out of the ACC, uh, yes. Maryland and uh, South Carolina. Right. And you remember... South Carolina got upset because they weren't winning the basketball. Yeah, that was when McGuire went down there, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, and and it also was the time before only one team could go from the conference at that time. Yeah, and they they didn't win the conference, so they didn't get to go. It's when John Roach was there and so on. And then Maryland finally decided they had, last three or four years ago, five years ago, they had more in common with the Big Ten than they did with the ACC, which I'm sorry for, I always Thought that, that the, I thought the original eight were a natural fit. You know, I really did. I, I was just thinking, uh, South Carolina and Clemson were in the original eight, were they not? They were. In fact, on the first day, the first football season, there were only seven because Virginia did not join until the middle of the year. They joined the, for the basketball. But right. they, now, when they, did uh, Georgia Tech come into the picture? When, when South, not long after South Carolina dropped out, sometime in the seventies, I, I, I sort of drawn a blank on that. They, they, yeah, they, they, I, they were the natural uh, team to take the place of uh, of South Carolina, and uh, right. But uh, in any way, uh, it's all gone down another road since then. But yeah. do you want to take a chance in naming all fifteen, or do you want to leave that for somebody else? <laughs> No, I don't. I don't keep up with it close enough. I might get ten of them. All right. Well, we'll let somebody else take a shot at it. But thank you for joining us tonight. And I hope you and yours are doing doing well and good. We're, we're doing we're doing well, and we're contemplating going down to Granite and getting some barbecue soon. Well, think of me. <laughs> well, while you're down. <laughs> but uh, I, I haven't had a chance to get down there lately. But I I I. I Probably shouldn't say this, but I know they advertise on our station, so it'll probably be all right. I go to Smithfield Barbecue, and it's pretty good. So. Uh, oh, yeah, we go to Smithfield fairly frequently. It's not bad, and it's fairly consistent. Oh, it, yeah, they, the seasoning, they've got that. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what we're going to have for lunch tomorrow. So. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Thank you, Joe. Take care of things in Duplin County, all right? All right. Have a good weekend, Tom. Good talking you with too. you. Uh, a friend of ours, uh, radio friend of ours, and a friend of ours, too, who has uh, worked in the agricultural business in North Carolina many years and has been around the state, just about everywhere. Uh, Brittany, I think you said we have another person, and I believe it's Robert. Is that, that the other caller, Robert? Yes, Robert from Raleigh. 
Robert, thank you for waiting. What What's on your mind tonight? Hey, everything you well? Know? Yeah. Yes. Do you know the answer to one of the questions? Yes. Um, before Mike Krzyzewski came to Duke, the coach was Bill Foster. Okay. Now, I'm going to ask you what might seem to some people to be a silly question. Okay? Are you ready? All right. Which Bill Foster? You know there were two. Coaching at Duke? No, no, not coaching at Duke, but there were two Bill Fosters in the league at the same time. I think one of them was like at Clemson or somewhere like that. We could look it up, but I, I didn't take time to do it. But there were two guys oh. with the name Bill Foster, and it was a little bit confusing there for a while. But you're right. Uh, a guy named Bill Foster, pretty good coach. Coached uh, from 74 to 80, and then Mike came in. Yeah, a lot of people don't know. Uh, two years prior to Mike coming in 1978, Duke went to the national championship game and lost to Kentucky. So they were And that was good. when Bill Foster was coaching, right? Right. Yeah. No, that yeah. well, they I, I'm see how old you are. The first coach I remember at Duke in my life was a guy named Harold Bradley. So you if you know when he coached, you'll know how old I am. <laughs> and but, uh, but they were decent and you know, they're one of their first All-Americans. I think their first was a guy that I, whose career I uh, loved and I'm a baseball fan. So Dick Grote was the All American in 1951 for Duke. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And long in there they start building up, and after that they had Vic Bubas and and numerous other Bucky Waters, uh, good coaches along the way. Oh yeah, yeah. So Carl so, Tacy. Say again. Oh, Carl Tacy, remember him? Yeah. Yeah, but well, he, no, was he, he, was, he was a, he was Wake Forest. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He yeah he but. But he could he he had about as good a record against Duke and Carol, particularly Carolina as anybody did. Yeah. And uh, he and, spoke uh, at a he spoke at a golf tournament I was there at one time, and uh, he he's like one of the best speakers I ever heard. Of course, yeah, well, forty years he, ago, but. he was there after I was a student there. I really am old, but he he helped school uh, David Odom too. I think David was assistant coach with him yeah. uh, for part of that time. But he had a he was a, I I remember reading that he was regarded as a, a person who really prepared his teams and, and and he had and they were they were always in contention. Are you a Wake Forest person, Robert, or a Duke person? <laughs> I I pull for all the ACC. I I'm just Oh, I do too. I just didn't know yeah. if you had a particular I, I went to Wake Forest but I pull for all of them. And, uh, yeah, all, I pull for all of them except the new ones. I pull for the original eight. Yeah, I pull for you. the others. The others I don't and, care. That's what I am about Major League Baseball too. If they were in the league in 1952, I'm for them. You know, and, uh, that's right. But we, I better stop now because we got to get the news, and I want to hit my cue here. But thank you for calling, right. Robert, and I hope you will will join us again yeah. sometime. Good okay? talking to you, bye. Thank you, Robert. You got the answer. Bill Foster was the coach at Duke before Mike Shishovsky. We're going to check the news now, and we'll be back with some more questions and answers. <laughs> WPTF Radio, the live and in real time Tom Kearney show for this Friday night. I believe it's June the 4th. And June the 6th, this Sunday, is the 77th anniversary of D Day, a very important day in the history of, of the United States and of Europe. And indeed, uh, I guess since it was important to the conclusion of a world war, it was important uh, beyond that. Uh, and so I. Uh, I commend it to you if you can pull it out of those streams somewhere. My historian friend, Dr. Joe Cadell, tells me it's it's a pretty good show. And 
Julius Ryan wrote the book and interviewed a lot of people, so you can watch that. What I I'm, I'm going to, I like to pull trivia questions out of everywhere. What part of France? What is the name? What is the name of the part of France that the invasion took place in? I was watching it, and some of it is in German because it, they showed the German side too. And when they said this particular word, I said, "Ah, there they are." They 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 suspected it was not. By the way, the invasion was not where they thought it would be, but somewhere else. And it kind of confused and distracted uh, the the Germans who were holding France at that time. But what is the name of that portion of France? There's a nice, easy question for you at 919-860-9783. Before I forget it, I will remind you that Dr. Mike Walden will be on with us on Monday night to give us his view of what's going on in the economy. And there was a an employment report today that I know he'll be ready to comment on and to help us make sense of it. So that's Friday night, or rather Monday night, uh, between 9 and 10 o'clock. Uh, Tuesday night, uh, I think he's Joe Newberry, who is, fun to talk to always for me. I, I learn things from him, but uh, he is a musician, plays uh, uh, old-timey music as well as bluegrass and uh, writes songs, and we can talk about that, country music and those kinds of things. Uh, uh, Brittany and our producer and I were talking about Hank Williams before we came on the air tonight, and some of you country music fans will, will know about that. So that's that's a little promo work there. But what I want to know is what was the name of the part of France, the part of France wherein the uh, the Allies landed on D-Day. I'm going to give you the names from our state again and see if you can tell. I'm going to tell you these are some famous people from this state, and you need to tell me the state. Richard Byrd, James Cable, C-A-B-E-L-L, Henry Clay, Katie Couric, Jubal Early, Ah, uh, here's one that may give it to you. Jerry Falwell is from the state. Now, I don't think we gave you that one last time, so we'll we'll add that one to it and see if you can tell me what state that is. Okay. Now I'm also going to give you uh, some states and uh, some counties in North Carolina. I uh, I like the geography questions, and I wanted you to tell me what the county seats are. I thought about giving you the county seats and asking you to tell me the counties, but we'll we'll do it the way I originally said. So uh, let's just have uh, three counties here now and see if you can come up with the county seats. Uh, Rowan County. What is the county seat of Rowan County? If you're from that part of the state, which is central, the central part of the state, Piedmont, getting close to the mountains but not quite there, you will know what is the county seat of Rowan County? What is the county seat of Sampson County? That's within our area here. Uh, a lot of times when the TV stations in this area give the weather, they uh, include areas as far south as that, so it has TV and FM radio coverage. And, of course, in the daytime, WPTF covers about half of the state of North Carolina. So we've got two counties, Rowan County and Sampson County, and we, in, in honor of our producer tonight, what is the county seat of Alamance County? 919 Nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. We have also asked you uh, to tell us the fifteen schools that are members of the Atlantic Coast Conference. We had an, uh, an entry question, but Joe Williams has already answered it, and that is, you had to tell us before you could work on the fifteen. You had to tell us the two that have been members of the conference at one time or another and have left. But he got those two, and that was University of South Carolina. I think they left about 
71 or 72, and and the University of Maryland, and they, they left the, the United Coast Conference about five or six years ago, the Terrapins. But now what I want to know are the 15. And I'll give you one. NC State, the Wolfpack. Okay, that's that's one. So you've got four, 14 more to name. And we, to show you a retired question, uh, one caller uh, did call and retire the question that I had asked about the predecessor of Coach Krzyzewski at Duke. Uh, Mike Krzyzewski has been coach there since 1980. Well known because there's been a lot of news about his retirement lately. But who was the coach at Duke before, immediately before Mike Krzyzewski took over? And it was, of course, Bill Foster. And the, the trick, in my mind, it's fun to think about, is there were two coaches roughly at about the same time in the league coaching different teams, of course, but both were named Bill Foster. And some so if somebody can explain that to me, we would we would take that call just for an explanation. You wouldn't have to answer a question. 860-9783, 860-WPTF. Remember the county seats, Rowan County, Sampson County, and Alamance County. A month ago, a couple of weeks in a row, I asked you for the um, some things about state mottos. Uh, North Carolina's motto is Esequam Wideri, which means to be rather than to seem. And I asked a number of of uh, state mottos, and I landed on a topic that I thought was really a nice one. States who have one word as their motto. There were two that I really wanted to include, so I had to find a third, and I found it. And the what I want to know is the the state that whose motto is hope, H-O-P-E, and the, the two biggies are a state whose motto is Excelsior, and the state whose motto, and this one ought to be kind of obvious, Eureka. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. Miss Brittany, do we have any callers on the line? Yes, we do. We have Henry from Raleigh. Henry from Raleigh. Okay, Henry. Good evening. Thank you, Tom. Hope you're doing well. Right, I'm doing fine, and I want you to know I have yet. I'm going to do it right now, but I've just never called you or asked you if you were Henry the Eighth. Uh, but obviously, you're not. So. <laughs> no, I'm just Henry Junior. Henry Jr., yes, well, you remember there was a song that was popular uh, that was a takeoff on the fact that the original Henry VIII had eight wives. But uh, Yeah, he, I remember that. You remember that. Okay, which question are you going to take on tonight? Oh, I think I'll try the uh, the part of France in which the D-Day invasion was made. Oh, that one's easy for me. Easy. Yeah, but that's Normandy. okay. Normandy. Normandy. Or as the German officer said, Normandy. Uh, that's but, uh, right. But, uh, that's right, and I remember that movie too, Tom. I remember seeing that. It's a, well, it's a really, really good kind of. Uh, most movies are not a way to learn history. Movies are not made for that reason. But this one is pretty much like the book, and it, and it was journalistic. You know, uh, Cornelius yeah. Bryan interviewed a lot of people and did a lot of basic research and. And he was a good writer. He was able to create a situation that let you follow the progress of the invasion and the attempt to stop it. So it, it's a good one to watch. And, uh, Do you remember that series, I mean, that sequence where <clears throat> the lone German uh, military guy up in the bunker looks out of the ocean and sees the massive ships for the first time, and he calls on the phone to the <clears throat> German headquarters and says, invasion, except he right. says, invasion. Well, he had looked out there, you know, long before that, and they weren't out there. Yeah. And then he looked back again, and there were, he said, 5,000 ships out there, and nobody That's believed right. him, of course. And ultimately, 
isn't it the movie where ultimately they say, you must be crazy, Pluscott, and uh, he sticks the phone out and said, here, here for yourself, and it and when he tries to pull the phone in, it's gone. It's been blown off. I think, I think you're right about that, Tom. I think that's right. Yeah, but but my favorite scene in the movie is when the, they've captured a bridge and they, they, very early in the movie, and they've been told to hold until relieved, and a bunch of Scotsmen relieve them, and the Scotsmen have got something that is uniquely Scott with them, and you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. And they will not go on till the till the till the bagpipe player gets there. And they, when when they walked in through the water, you know, from the LSTs, yeah. he was playing the bagpipes, and so on. Uh, and you can imagine in in the old days, you know, when people were confronted with fighting the Scots, and they would hear this awful screeching noise, and it would <laughs> just about frighten them to death. But they knew the Scotsmen yeah, were right. coming. Yeah, and, but, and the, I'll, I'll brief, if I may briefly mention the, the scene that affects me so badly is when the <clears throat> Allied soldier gets shot down off the church steeple. Yeah. Did he get killed? I think he did. Yeah, well, I, that really happened. All, all that stuff really happened, you know. Yeah. And he, right. he he's hung up there. Uh, I'm going to check and see if he got. Somehow I think he might not have gotten killed. But, but I know one of the things that. Uh, People often commented about about that is that he hung up there. He, his parachute got caught on the steeple, and he basically hung up there and watched the whole battle take place below him and couldn't do anything about it one way or the other. Yeah, that's but, right. But uh, but it's it's a it's a fascinating story, and uh, I enjoy the fact that all those you know big movie stars are in it too. And <clears throat> in fact, I want to look up to the one who played Omar Bradley. I don't didn't recognize him. Uh, but I, I perhaps can find it. I, I kind of think that might have been Carl Malden, but I'm not sure. Uh, it might have been, but the only problem with it is his nose wasn't big. I'm not being, I don't uh, mean to be disrespectful, but for Carl Malden, I think he played he played Bradley in Pat. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Maybe I think I'm that's where he so. played played Bradley in. I love Carl Malden. He's one of my favorite actors. And, uh but I always like to see him, but I, I don't believe it was. But anyway, thank you so much for adding to our program tonight and letting me uh, use you as a foil in the show here. So, Okay, well, you take care and good night. Okay. Henry uh, from uh, Raleigh, I think, with the uh, answer to a question about uh, The Longest Day is the movie we were talking about. Uh, Sunday is the anniversary, the 77th anniversary of a very important day, and that is the day that the Overlord invasion took place in France, and I had asked what part of France, what was the name of that part of France, and it is not the closest to the to to uh, England. In fact, that's what the Germans thought would happen, and what most people would have guessed is that they would have crossed over the narrowest part of the water between uh, Great Britain and, and the continent, but that is not the case. That would have been between Dover and what they call the Pas de Calais, where the channel is now. But uh, but no, they went a little bit further out, uh, past Brittany, down to Normandy to to make their attack. Okay, they, we're we're doing trivia tonight on the Tom Kearney show. I want to know what the county seat of uh, Alamance County is. A little geography. I want to know what the county seat of Sampson County. Both of those are in our listening area. And uh, if the, the atmosphere is right, Rowan County is too. I want to know what the county seat is there. Science question, and then we'll take a break. A science question. 
what is the boiling point of water on the Celsius scale, and what is the freezing point of water on the Fahrenheit scale? If you're a little science, a little Mr. Wizard kind of thing, Bill Nye, the science guy, uh, what is the boiling point of water in degrees on the Celsius scale, and what is the freezing point of water on the Fahrenheit scale? 919 is the area code, 860-9783. This is Tom Kearney, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Tom Kearney here. We're on the downhill slide, but uh, Brittany tells me we have a couple of callers, and uh, one of them is my old friend Ron. Ron, how are you this evening? Yeah, I'm doing quite well, Tom. Hope you are. I am. I'm doing very well. Sounds like you're having a lot of fun tonight. Well, I am. I'm kind of enjoying it. I enjoy when we get to talk to folks and and to kind of find out what you know what people know about it. And I'm always a little surprised. Sometimes I make a little private bit. Nobody's going to get this when I say it. Then somebody knocks it off. Which one are you going to take tonight? Well, let's try the temperatures. Why don't you ask them to begin and see if I can remember them. Okay. What at what temperature does water boil on the Celsius scale? And at what temperature does water freeze on the Fahrenheit scale? Well, it's 100 degrees, uh, boils at 100 degrees on the Celsius scale. And uh, and uh, what was the other question? <laughs> Fahrenheit. What does what does it freeze at the Fahrenheit scale? And it freezes at thirty-two degrees. There you go. And you know, I think most of the world uh, that takes down stats and everything is on the the, the, the Celsius, the centigrade yeah, I, scale. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The United States is about the last one. It's kind of that's kind of the the temperature version of the metric scale. I, I think. Uh, Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I got one of those things that you take your temperature with when the when the virus came along. Yep. And I, I managed it, it does it either way, and I managed to shift it from Fahrenheit to centigrade, and I can't figure out how to make it back. So I've learned a little bit of the centigrade, and as long as my temperature is <laughs> around thirty six point something, I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> I think Mrs. Kearney looks at it and says, he's an idiot, thinking of it. <laughs> but, oh, there's really, got to be a way to switch it back. But, it's, but it, I can't figure out how to do it. I've tried to do the directions. It's kind of like when you have to set your, your, your thing that you change your television channels with. Yeah. I've never been able to do that successfully yet. <laughs> and we've got another caller. And Ron, then you so, are a master of radio. <laughs> well, I know some electronic devices, but not some other ones. Okay. I know you have an engineering brain, so you probably would get it. I'm going to have to go to another caller now, but okay. thank you. I always like to know that you're all right and that you're still all right. Out thank there. you. Good night. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Ron from Cary. And who do we have now, Brittany? We have Ann from Raleigh. Ann from Raleigh. Good evening, Ann. Tom? Yes. I I... I haven't seen but I thought about the teams in the ACC. Tom, can you hear me? Yes, not? yeah, and you said you, you want to do the, the teams in the I ACC. Haven't seen, I haven't looked on, but I think, too, that people wouldn't think of maybe are Syracuse and Pitt. I think they're right. the new. In fact, what you could do is divide it into the ones that have been there all along and the ones that have been there, added. Okay, but, okay. well, but, I think but, it's a good way. Okay, so I thought, I know Florida has two, Miami and Florida State. There you go. We've got South Carolina, and I thought, and then I thought Clemson, of course. Right. There's UVA with that cute Tony Bennett for the coach, and and State Duke, Wake, and UNC. I only came up with ten. 
Sorry. Wait a minute. Go back now. We got we got Tony Bennett. He's got a nice name too. Uh, he does. and they won the national championship a couple of years ago with that guy that stepped up and coolly dropped three um, free throws in. Well, he's a, I think he's his a name coach. Was guy. He's Second a coach part? at a at a special school too, and they and he runs a you know kind of version of the Princeton offense. You know, when you you really you really have to have discipline. No, this players. is the UVA guy. This is the UVA guy. UVA okay, guy now. But we've got another team in Virginia that you need to name. I can't think of it. I mean, UVA is all I came up with. Okay, That's well, all then. I could think of. I'm tired. Too tired to oh, no, no. The, the guy that sent us home, our signature song is coming. We'll try this again next week. But the other team in Virginia is Virginia Tech. So. Oh, so, of course, of course. Okay, we'll sleep well night. tonight, and we'll try it again some other time and finish okay, it out, okay? Night. Thank you. Bye.